0: to lift your two hands and thank God thank God and bless his name bless the name of the Lord thank him for his goodness thank him for the privilege he is giving to us to come to his presence thank him give him praise and give him glory thank him that he has preserved us He has preserved you and brought you to a place where his will will continue to work in your life. Bless him, bless him, bless him. Bless the name of the Lord. Give him praise and give him glory. Bless him. Father, we give you all the praise and we give you all the glory. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have been to us. We give you the praise and we thank you for your mercies that is upon our lives. We thank you for granting us the privilege to continue to serve you in the name of Jesus. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. This this morning, uh, we're going to look at something about stewardship as as church workers, as stewards of God, you we are there's one description of the stewards of God that is very interesting. I'm doing that in just 15 minutes to 18 minutes. A steward is a minister. A steward is a servant. A steward is an attendant. A steward is someone who is holding a property in trust for someone. So the steward does not own what he has. He's holding it in trust for someone. So a bank is a kind of a steward. They keep your money. The money does not belong to them. The money belongs to you. But they keep it in trust for you. Okay. So with that understanding, I I can let you know that you are a steward of God. You are a steward of Christ. When you are a steward, You either be blessed or you will not be blessed. In that, if you are able to keep what has been committed into your hands well, you have gains, you profit, you don't lose as a steward. Another side of stewardship is that somebody can whisper something into your ears. That you, the thing you are holding is not yours, but you can also get your own. And then with that attitude, you can lose the blessing in stewardship. The same way with church work. When you are working for the Lord in his house, the house of the Lord in the natural does not look mysterious. But the house of the Lord, the church. It's a mysterious institution. It's it's an institution that has many mysteries. And one of the mysteries about the church is that God cares about the church. And God is always in his church. The building and amongst his people. The church building is dedicated for God. It's like you're going to a shrine. The shrine is dedicated to a particular deity. It's like you've gone to a shopping mall. That building has been dedicated to sell consumables and other things. So the house of the Lord has been dedicated for God and His kingdom. So anything that is done within the peripherals or the perimeters or the confines of the church is very important and God takes note. Now Jesus goes to a church and takes note of her and takes note of the offerings that people were given to the point that he was able to say that a widow gave a little offering. How did he see it? How did he take note that a widow was coming and then how did he even know that that woman was a widow? It means that no matter who you are, your state in the church, Christ is aware of you. Christ knows you. He doesn't know you as others know you. He knows you to be who you are. He knows who exactly is Iman. He knows who exactly is Jude. I may not know who exactly you are, but God, Christ, knows you. So the woman was coming to give an offering. So even widows give offering. (laughs) Even widows, they give their offerings. So nobody in the church is exempted from service. If widows can give offering, then every Christian is to be a steward. Every Christian is supposed to be A steward. Now, as people who work in the church, one of the things you must accept you are is that you are a fool for Christ. That is one description of a true steward of Christ. That you have been made a fool and you have made yourself a fool for Christ's sake. you guys, yeah. just keep working on it. I just feel that the sound is far from me. When I say from me, from what I'm speaking. So maybe adjust the volume. So just keep working. Let me just concentrate on teaching. Let's look at um, 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Let's do verse 1 and then we move to verse 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Soft version, GNT, or any version. Let's go. Let as be judged as servants of Christ and as those who are responsible for the secret things of God. Tell someone you are responsible for the secret things of God. Oh, tell the person you are responsible for the secret things of God. Give me the amplified version quickly. So then let us who minister? Big. Regarded as servants of Christ and stewards, into bracket trustees, I told you. So a steward is a trustee. Trustees don't own. They just keep it for the owners. Are you here? Trustees and administrators of the mysteries of God that he chooses to reveal. The NLT and the message. So look at Apollos and me as mere servants of Christ. Tell someone you are a mere servant of Christ. Oh, you're afraid of the person? Tell the person you are a mere servant of Christ. Yeah, you are a, a mere servant. If Paul is saying he's a mere servant of Christ, what about you? If there's another word of mere, then we'll give it to you. Because Paul, Paul is, is connected to about 17 writings of the Bible. 17. 17 writings. He wrote 16, but he's associated to about even two. And yet he is saying, he's the one writing on. He wrote the first Corinthians, that one, he wrote it. He said, Consider me as a mere servant. It doesn't matter what you do for God. You remain a mere servant if you're a humble person. We must not come to the point where we think that we have done so much for God that they should find another name of a servant for maybe Act Servant or very unique servant or very precious servant. No. You are are a mere servant. The weight of the work of Christ, the weight of the work that Christ did on the cross is so much that there is nothing we can do that will will impress God beyond what Christ has done. Do, Do you understand? Or or I should say it again. The work that Christ did, the death, his obedience to come and die, his obedience to lose himself as God and become man and come to live amongst men and be beaten falsely accused and die as a recompense for all the sins of man There is no other work a man can do that can even be a microcosm of that work. That is why, though, men, servants of God, are powerful to men, but they are not powerful to God. (laughs) We are mere servants. Because even the fact, if you, you, you see a, a, a minister who, who can prophesy or who can, who, who, who can heal. Yesterday, you see, sometimes you have to follow the leadings of your spirit. And when God tells you something, don't expect him to change what he told you. Most of us, God gives us very specific inclination towards certain things or certain situations and along the way you think that God will change his mind. For example maybe you are praying about a boyfriend or a girlfriend or something and God speaks to you that is no. Some people still go to God and like, they still keep praying and while they are praying the same person like God you have to say something well about this. I've heard the first one. Maybe you have to speak again. So I I, I I I I was just talking about being like a powerful man of God. A powerful God doesn't have a powerful man of God in his dictionary. When he was calling Elijah, when he was speaking to Elijah, this is a powerful man of God. <laughs> Why are you sitting under the juniper tree? No. He just speaks to them. Jeremiah, he just speaks to them. He just, he just speaks to them. So there is this, sometimes you guys, you when you discern something and you know it's a communication from God, you must hold on to it. I was going to give an example. Just yesterday, I, I wish my phone was out. I was showing it to you. There was this Prophets in town who have never felt that his journey. <clears throat> I have held that notion for a very long time, but um, sometimes people who don't judge people. That, in, in fact, when you read further, you see Paul talking about don't judge anything until it's time because it's only God that will judge. But that explanation is there. I'm I'm not teaching on that today. Maybe I have to take my time and teach on when Christians can judge. Because when you read the Bible, if you read the Bible, there's a point that tells you that judge all things. So you have to know, we have to know what we have to judge. If Jane, you, let's say Jane, you are sleeping with somebody's husband. Okay? And I approach you. You can't say that the Bible says you didn't judge me. No. So there is a difference. There's a way we. You, you Jane, you are not a bad person. But what you are doing is bad. And that's what we judge. So don't, 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 don't come to a point where you say, nobody can judge me. No. Nobody can judge. No, you, you, you are a good person because the blood of Jesus saved you. And there are good things. I watch, I watch a, a, a documentary where a lady got married to a very rough guy. The guy had tattoos and raster guy. But over the time, the guy has become so responsible working with the... I, okay, I will not mention it. And he's a church leader. If he was not great within him, he wouldn't have become what? So there is... God did not create you as a bad person. There's a treasure in every earthen vessel. But certain environment, exposure and stronghold in your mind. That's why the Bible talks about pulling down strongholds. That is one of the work of Christ. That is why you must pray every time because it's the strongholds in our minds that drives us in what we do. So you can be a Christian and be a prostitute. Yes. When you go, the they did a documentary of the prostitute. Before they go at 10 p.m., they hold their hands and pray. They pray and they end it in the name of Jesus, that God should keep them safe. God shouldn't let them fall in the hands of wicked men, that when they go, they should come back. God should give them safety and go and come. And God answers in the bosom of his mercy. And sometimes the destiny of these people is so crucial to a certain generation. So God will have to spare them. Will have to spare them for a while. But some of them will fall off because maybe they have nothing to give to destiny. So you cannot determine what will happen to you. The best for you is to obey God. You can hear somebody's testimony. I used to be this. I used to be that. I used to be this. And now the Lord has changed me. So okay, let me also go and try all that he has mentioned. You will go and you will not come back. Because everybody's path is different. So this guy, so I was there yesterday and a lady I knew goes to a particular church. Um, I realized that. I was just there. I just felt like uh, chatting with her. I just felt like sound men, the altar is still not. It, it, it is coming, but I feel the back here is dry, and I'm not hearing the wetness. I told you, I'm not hearing it. So I'm, I'm still preaching because of you. I'm being five minutes more, so keep working. So I just checked up on her, and I said, where have you been? How are you? Ah, blah, blah, blah. So I no longer go to that church. But you see, if you don't study it well, you will never know that. The pastor will never know that she, she doesn't come to church, because she's always updating their pictures. Like if there's a Sunday service, you see it there. <laughs> you see it there. And then she will lie to the pastor that, or her friend, because she's in the choir. She lies that she goes to work on Sunday mornings. So she will update. So when she told me, I said, then there are quite a number of them in this church too. They don't come to church, but they will update their picture. And when you ask them, so they are at work. They are here. They are here. Now, who are you doing? Hey, listen. People don't really care about you as you think. You are on your own, but you don't know. You are in your reality, but you don't know. So keep playing the game. When you master the evil game of deceit, the evil game of deceit will destroy you. And many at times when the evil game of deceit is destroying people, people don't know, oh, this girl, oh, this guy, this quiet guy. But nobody knew that he was playing there. If That's why I told you that every, when we read, if we have read all this scripture, you will see that God, that the Bible says, Everything that is done in darkness shall be judged. Yes. Everything is scary. Your life is real. Every day you are living is real. It's not a vision. It's not a dream. It's not an insinuation. It's not an image. The days, every single input of what you do is accumulating something. So I asked the lady, why don't you go? It's one of our churches. So, Pastor, let me send you a voice note because I don't want to type too much. I said, fine. I, I'm about to sleep, but you send it. When I finish reading, I'll sleep and I'll call you back and help you. So this is what she said. So she doesn't go to church again. Not she doesn't go to church again. Okay, she goes to another church. He goes to El Bernard's church or first church in that area. She doesn't go to church again. I said, then why are you updating our, our pictures? Because it's one of our churches. Why don't you, why, why are you updating it? You're deceiving everybody. And I'm not that kind of, I think we as Christians, we must be Truthful. If you are not going to that church again, why are you updating? Even today's service, she has updated it. And she said, eh, There's a certain prophet in the church. I said, uh-huh. 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 I said, Why are you focusing on the prophet and not the pastor? Because the, the pastor is the reason why you went to church. With the pastor, you were okay. That is why I don't tolerate. People in the church giving prophetic word to people. No matter how good you are, no matter how I know you, I don't tolerate it at all that you are moving in the church. Like, dude, you go and meet Naneke. Okay, I had a vision about you and I want to prophesy to you. Know, I prophesy. I said, there's going to be a lot of things going to happen to you. you are going to, I saw that this and this. Hey, if I catch you, I either hand over the church to you or you leave. That's how it will be. So he said, so I'm showing you, some of you believe prophets more than your pastors. So I said, ah, why are you not going to church and you are updating status? And I said, eh. "I said, what does a prophet do? Leave the prophet alone. He said, no, Pastor Prince. This is what happened. This, yeah. This prophet <laughs> sound, guys. They are just testing me. (laughs) They will do the thing. they see whether I'll react. But don't worry. We are still in the process. Our sound will be solid when everything is done. So, permit them. But I'm sure you people, you are enjoying the sound. I am the one worried. And you are wondering, what at all is pastor looking for? (laughs) So, She went to church, she said she went to church one day and then I think the prophet has started I know that most of you you join online and zoom prayers some zoom prayers that some prophets are doing, I know don't worry, because I have many accounts I can join and you will know that I'm there to inspect I'm a shepherd I'm not a careless shepherd, so I know I I literally know you won't know that I know a lot of things about you until I call you and we are talking. Then I'll tell you this. So she is not in this church. Another church. So the man of God introduced the prophet in the church. You no, know, like most of you. I, I don't expect that if a minister comes to preach here, you start following them on social media or following their ministry. Immediately you do that you have declared yourself, you are not part of the household because that is a visitor. You don't follow a visitor. You follow them to your own detriment. One happened, one like that, met one of us, one of you, somewhere, and wanted a person to leave this church and then plant, he wanted to plant him as a pastor for his church. I said, if you follow such things, they will always take advantage of you. And it doesn't affect my anointing. It doesn't affect my ministry. And these people will meet me when we are talking. They call me papa. Then you will be following them and they will dupe you. If I bring them here, they are in the confines of this ministry. They don't go beyond what they must do. But when you meet them outside, I am not involved. Okay. And most of them, if somebody comes, it doesn't mean that it's my paddy paddy. The ones that are paddy-paddy, you hear it in my introduction. Let me go back. So she sneaked into, she started joining the prophetic Zoom meeting. And the prophet is very sharp. Prophets very, very sharp. That one you can't take away from them. I'm giving you a story. Listen. Have I have that? Let's do five minutes. Because you have to hear. Okay? Because I told you, we are mere, all of us are mere servants. To human beings, they are great, but if Paul is saying he's a mere servant, we are mere servants. So, in the prophetic Zoom meeting, she, the prophet, mentioned her name and then told her some things about her hometown. But she couldn't own up because the first time she joined, so she sent a message. She DM the prophet. And the prophet was angry. That Why didn't you say you are the one? Why didn't you say you are the one? So that people will know that I'm a prophet. I said, ah. So she said, oh, she apologized and all that. And that the man said that she has a marital embargo. There's a marital embargo from the mother's house. All those things, I believe. I believe those prophetic words, okay? But then he said well. Oh, she should bring a 800 Ghana CD for him to break seven bottles for her. And this is a very spiritual lady. Can you imagine? She, she went to look for money to do it. She's an intellectual, she holds her master's. So her brother gave her the money to do it. And she, she I think, in the process of looking for the money, some few days, the prophet met her in church. I said, ah, have you? So the prophet is in the church, and he has his own voice. It, it can't happen in this church. You are gone. You are fired. He has his own voice in the church. So he, he told him, ah, he told her, have you paid the money? Have you spoken to my junior pastor? He's, he, he's not the pastor of the church, are you talking to my junior pastor? Hey. Then he said, hurry up and pay the thing. Let me break the bottles for you. So he, she, she said the next day, I'm giving you, those of you who are interested to hear the audio, just come to my office. I'll play it from my phone. Then you listen. The end of the story will help some of you. Because yeah, that down. But who needs that dadow? Yeah. So, where did I get to? He said, yes. So she called the um, the junior pastor and then told the junior pastor that, oh, says I should call you. And then the junior pastor said, yeah, I've been waiting for your call. Where is the money? We have to break these bottles fast. When Bisa said, which bottle? Where? For what? What type of bottle? Nothing then the, the junior pastor said does she have a passport he said yes I'm sure she thought say, Bomb then he said snap where your picture is and send to me so she also did it and she sent you say, you be that's what they've done to a lot of you sitting here, you made your face innocent but they've done a lot of damages to you but you don't know so she sent it One Friday meeting, the prophet was ministering and he calls her and he started, you are from this place, your name is this, your passport number details is this. They should give him paper. He signed her signature in the presence of everybody. And now she's in spiritual, emotional shock. Because she said, You have all my details. So, what is this drama in the presence of everybody? As if said, Because when you put your trust in man, you will fail. There is no man of God who can save you, it's the word that saves. Now she has stopped going to that that church. She doesn't go again. And now I'm going to help her on Monday. I've asked her to meet me at work. And then we will talk. And try, because she said, now she cannot receive prophetic ministry. And I just knew that she's lying. The familiar spirit of of the enemy has entered into her. She's lying because she goes to El Bernard's church. That is a prophetic church. And that's what happens when you open a door for the enemy. A lot of familiar spirits enter into you. So, why are you in another prophetic church? And why did you leave the church you were in as a chorister? And like an ICGC church? It's an attack to take you away from your place of blessing. So as servants of God, we are mere servants. If God does not announce, look, I know pastors who are, one time I was in the hospital, a senior prophet came to the hospital. Everything you tell, he'll do. Get up, sit down, remove your dress. This, Even to go and weave we had to hold him to go and weave And that man is very anointed. Will God be in this state? God can never be sick. God can never get ulcer. God can never get cancer. When you are serving God, don't see yourself too high. Don't think you are too important. Don't think you are indispensable. Don't think that there is something too unique about you that... No, 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 no. No, 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 no 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 don't think you are too unique there's nothing look life is beyond even abilities you can have the ability and never ever be blessed by that ability when God gives you an opportunity it's a privilege It's a privilege for me to pastor you. It's a privilege for you to sing. People can't sing. People can't even go. You you don't treasure the ability of you to even wake up and think that I have to go to church. I have a responsibility to do in the house of the Lord. Some people are there. This thought is not in their head. And you don't know what treasure of blessing. Is being stored up. I watched a documentary. The old woman was about to die. Few moments before the woman was dying. She could see heaven. She was talking to the children. Make sure you meet me in heaven. They are all standing. The angels are standing at the gates, ready to open the door for me. Make sure you make it to heaven. Don't stop being Christians. Then while she was saying, she was smiling. Meanwhile, they are giving her painkiller for pains. But she was smiling. You have no idea the glory stored up for us. Out of our pain and suffering and sacrifice and worship for God and his kingdom, we are earning for ourselves a treasure in the realm we will live forever. Heaven is a place we will live forever. It's not like um, in the physical. In the physical, some will live for 50 years. Some will live for 60 years. Some lived a day. Some did not even have the opportunity to be alive on earth. Some lived for 12 years. Some lived for 25 years. Some will live for 101 years. But in heaven, we will live forever. And that is why our investment must be oriented towards eternal things. I pray for all those of us who serve in various capacities that you will not let people beg you before you serve yeah I pray that those who are not serving you will find a place to serve and serve with all your heart and next week we will talk about what type of service we should render to the Lord give the Lord a mighty clap offering this type of clap is yeah, clap. Give the Lord a clap offering. Yes. Amen. Close your eyes in one minute. Thank God for the service. Thank God for what is about to happen. Thank Him, Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. We thank you for the privilege to be in your presence and to the tutors. Chop it a little, it's too high. Thank you for the privilege to receive your word today again. We thank you for what you are about to do in your word. We thank you for the life of the women and the ladies and the girls in this house. We pray your word will bring a motivation and inspiration. Drop the tutors an inspiration to all women that they will be able to push to their full potentials. In Jesus' name, amen.